Hello, welcome to episode two of Tales from the Hunt, a Monster Hunter World podcast. We've named it, finally, and I am joined by Gavin. Hello. Oh, I forgot how to speak for a second there. I, my words were almost the wrong words. It is difficult. Yeah, they just almost, they just suddenly they started with the wrong letters. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, on with the running order. We're going to do a brief sort of entry bit about what we've kind of done recently in the game, and then we're going to jump in and talk about some weapons and then some monsters, and then a bit about the arena and the gathering hub. So, plenty of things to chat about. I'll start first with what I've done recently. Go ahead. Yeah, I finally beat Nergigante the other day. That was that was, that was good times. Excellent. He was... I, I somewhat strolled with him, actually. He was the only monster to actually beat me a few times. He is. He's rough. Yeah, I, I just couldn't quite get the timing down on some of the things he was doing when he just sort of did like the sideways roll and stuff. He just, yeah, he was, he was, he was a tricky one. Yeah, I think the way his attacks have been designed, I think, is to kind of mess with the way you expect him to behave. Because you know, like he does when he does, yeah, the kind of sideways, like almost like a push thing with his wings. Like yeah. you think you're out the way, and then the wing like springs up out of the ground and just whaps you, or. When he's doing like a thing where he raises his hand, he like has a big delay before he goes down, and so that a good few times I rolled way too early and just got clawed right in the face. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a bit tricky, but I did realize that I hadn't actually ever upgraded any of my armor. So oh dear, I, I just I did that, and then I was like, oh, this is this is a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> I was well... just dying within like two three hits, and then I just maxed out my armor upgrade and then i was like i could take maybe six and i'm okay so it's not like it doesn't whack me and i've got to frantically run away and drink a mega potion i can kind of take a hit and not be too worried unless it's his big dive bomb oh yeah but yeah that's the the classic one just i don't know i mean if you hadn't upgraded your armor that would have definitely been a one-shot kill if he hit you yeah it was it was as an attack, I really like. It's weird. It's just it's so obviously like cued, but it, yeah. it still feels challenging because he like you know he does a roar, spreads his wings, flies up. It sort of swerves as well a bit, so it's good. Like stares right at you, and there's a delay, and it's it's pretty yeah. tense because it's like like challenging you to forget the timing. It's good, and uh, yeah, he was a good good battle, and now I'm off to hunt for the other elder dragons, which is which is cool. Um, yeah, how, how about you, Gav? Yeah. I've been a bit, I've been a bit lax. I've not played much recently, but um, oh, the last time I played, I I was kind of in the process of just trying to continue to assemble this silly armor set I have to change me from being a kind of wearing the wrong armor guy to yeah. someone who does a lot of damage. Just try to get a lot of the the critical hit stuff i was actually trying to get the uh the final upgrade for the uh the nergigante hammer yeah and that requires some some things that you need off him and uh off the final boss as well yeah <clears throat> and it's a bit of a pain because you you either go yourself and have someone join and die or join sos's and see everyone else die so <laughs> Like even even you join investigations, like oh they'll know what they're doing. They don't sometimes. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I don't know. I'm not quite up in the the end end game yet with the tempered monsters. Mostly just mm. I think I've I've missed some of the ways to find them. 
mostly because I don't spend a lot of time in expeditions recently. Mm. And I mean, I think that's how you're supposed to find their their tracks. But I think it's not a, not an unusual experience. I think a lot of people basically didn't run into you know the whole concept of tempered monsters until they were you know a bit further on because i think because basically you get tempered versions of all the different monsters in the game and they're basically just like stronger versions i don't think their health value changes but they do could be double damage or something like that i think that's what i've heard yeah yeah and so you can get them for i don't actually know what the difference is in loot because it certainly doesn't unlock a whole a new level of loot like g rank or whatever but it must drop better i think stuff i think it's got maybe. to do mostly with decorations and stuff though right uh, maybe that's it then yeah like, more like it, drops more gems or is more likely to drop gems or maybe yeah it drops the uh the stream stones which you can that's the one can yeah. take to the elder melder and have them look at for you yes but yeah i've still not done that really very much i've not there's been other games that have been taking up my attention i'm sorry monster hunter i've been i've been cheating <laughs> on you <laughs> I'm sure it'll, it'll. We'll get over it. Yeah, one day. One day. I mean, it holds a grudge, but you know, it it, it forgives. It it might not forget. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Anyway, should we jump onto our weapon discussions? Yes. On you go. I believe you've been. So, I've 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 finally put down the switch axe after playing pretty much exclusively with the switch axe for the entire game. Switch blade, rather. Um. And I've picked up the heavy bow gun properly, so I've done like maybe twenty missions with it now. So I've been, uh, yeah, I've been really sinking into using the heavy bow gun, and it's so good. It's so much fun. I think I said it before, but it basically turns like Monster Hunter into like a third-person shooter, like Gears of War almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's so good. So the they. Yeah, instead of going into first-person mode like you used to in the previous games, everything is done from third-person. Uh, and then each bowgun has kind of like a super ability that it can do. Yeah. I, th- I think there are two different types. I could be wrong, there might be a third, but I haven't discovered that yet. Uh, that could even be a fourth, I don't know. But um, yeah, so there are two types. Basically, there's either the Gatling gun version or there's the sniper version. So and these kind of, they, they recharge over time, so they, they're an infinite essentially, but you have to wait between uses. Okay. Um, yeah, and I had such a good uh, fight against a ratty the other day with some other people, and uh, as I used my heavy bowgun with its sniper form, we'd been, been bashing on this, this pink ratty for ages, and then I lay down on the on the top of the hill, get my sniper mode out, shoot it in the head, and then it, it takes, the, takes the initial shot, staggers a bit, and then it explodes... And then, it, and, and that was just the end of the Rathian. and it just it just <laughs> crumpled out of that. It was such a, an awesome moment. And then, because you know how the game sort of like, uh, when the music plays as you defeat something, it kind of pans around the monster. Mm-hmm. So there's still these explosions going on around its head as it falls down. <laughs> and then it shows you after you finish the like, carving and stuff, it shows you that sort of screenshot yeah. of what you were doing when it was there. And it's just me lying down I and mean, like the explosion of a head. Oh, it was amazing. It was like, yes, this That's is very good fantastic <laughs> yeah nice so, yeah, so is so, the, yeah. the explosion thing i sometimes notice it i've not played with the bowguns yet um but is that i don't know because there seems to be a couple different things where either there's like a large explosion or there's like 
almost like a, a kind of firework type effect when it hits it. I don't know which which weapon that belongs to. Yeah, because the, the, the bowguns, all the bowguns and the bows even have so many like attachment, not attachments, uh, ammo types that they yeah, yeah. use. So the for the actual bowguns, you've got things like uh, explosive ammo and stuff. Mm. Like, or sticky ammo, I think it might be called. And basically, like it, you shoot it at the monster, and then after a few seconds, it'll they'll they'll all explode. So if you hit them okay, in yeah. one area, then they they blow each other up and do even more uh, damage. And there's ones that are like slicing ammo, which as you shoot it at things that can be severed, then it can cut through tails and things like that. Yeah, uh, which is just really cool. And then there's, a, and there's the one called the cluster bomb, actually, which hit, well, which does hit other other um, other hunters, so it will send them flying a bit, like being hit by a uh, by a greatsword. Um, but yeah, no, it, um, it that that sort of like it's almost like a mortar shell that one. So it sort of it, even when you aim it, it kind of shows you that sort of like circle on the floor to where it's going to land. But it does do like pretty crazy damage. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I, I've, yeah. I've played with the bowguns a bit in in the older games. Mm. Obviously, you could either just fire from like third person with no aiming reticle at all, which I think is what yeah. I'd do if I was using the light one anyway, because you're more mobile. Yeah. But I think with the uh, with the heavy one, you kind of we didn't have to deploy it. I don't think, but I think you could deploy it in like siege mode and fire faster that way. Yeah. But yeah, yeah the, the new one sounds really good. Just. Just, I guess it's just the control scheme, isn't it? Just making it a bit, a bit easier for that kind of gameplay, enabling much more mobility while shooting. Yeah, you are a lot more mobile. You are definitely slower when than you yeah. are with like using the other one, but you are a lot more mobile. Plus, you can always still do a melee attack if you need to. Like I, um, I jumped off a off a cliff not cliff like a jump area like a small ledge yeah. we'll go with <laughs> and then yeah you press um the triangle circle together and or whatever it is for xbox they have letters don't they it's been a long time since i played it the xbox controller y and um, b i think it would be there you go the yes, we're on it uh yeah and you do sort of like a just like a, a big smash with the uh with the with the heavy bowgun and it it's so slow and powered it does an absolute crap ton of damage yeah getting a uh, getting a mount like that is great nice because then when you when you finish because um, like most of the weapons do like when you finish the mount you can usually do like a cool thing as you come off like yeah the, like um, a like a charged attack or yeah yeah so with that you kind of just you kind of just stick the bowgun like right against the monster and then let off like a massive explosion so nice nice yeah it's good. Yeah, I think they I all. Think... I think all the weapons have like a unique version of it. Yeah. Because like I think with the hammer you can do like one of its big charged attacks. Yeah. Uh, with the charge blade you do like one of its uh, amp discharges. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah with switch blade you, you stick it in and do a do an amp discharge. Nice. Elemental discharge. Yeah, cool, they're pretty good fun. I like them. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Yeah, yeah. It, it just looks really cool. It's like because quite often as the. Because I've I've set my heavy bowgun up because you can give them upgrades to make them um, attachments. That's the wording, mm-hmm. uh, so that they kind of are better at either close or far, or better at reloading, or better at sort of maybe with certain with certain types of ammo and things. So quite often, because I'm using I'm using the sniper one, I'm like I'm better off being slightly further away. Yeah. Um, so that it's like that moment where the monster dash runs at me and I, I, I just just managed to jump out of the way and then you just jump off a thing and just just get back at it with like a massive swing 
so satisfying. It's, it's yeah, it's it's really really good. It, it it does that classic Monster Hunter thing of just turn the game into an entirely different game just yeah. by switching out the weapon. <laughs> yeah, they've done a really good job of making all the weapons feel. I mean, they always did really. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Making them feel like really all satisfying and rewarding and using their own way. Definitely, definitely. Like, there's none of them that I'm like, oh, this one just doesn't feel that good to use, because they all feel pretty good to use. They do. They do. I never managed to use a, a ranged weapon before. I've always sort of tried them and gone, ah, not for me. But then, with World, I've really gotten into using the heavy bow. Yeah. Because it's got so many, like, switching between ammo sets and stuff, and, like, trying to poison the monster, or um, do, like, if you're up close, you've got, like, spread ammo, which basically just turns it into a shotgun, and, yeah, no, it's it's... It's really good, yeah. It's quite fun just sort of jumping in and just like jumping into SOSs and with people who don't have a ranged person, just being that that guy at the back who occasionally switches to like healing ammo and heals people up by shooting them as well. So, yeah, they're really good. Mm -hmm. Properly satisfying. And I'm looking forward to trying out the rest of the the ranged weapons and maybe just doing some more with the heavy bowgun. So far, I've tried all three a little bit, but it's definitely the one I've enjoyed the most. Mm -hmm. Because... Do some sick damage and you do. Uh, you do some good support as well, like elemental stuff and status effects, bit of heals. Yeah, yeah. No, it was some good moments, some good moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully next episode we'll be able to talk about a different weapon in a Hopefully. bit more detail about that, what it does. We'll oh see we'll see one other something thing. Actually. Try. Hmm? Yes, exactly. We'll say one last thing about the heavy bogan is that the I think it's the Wyvern ammo. Uh, basically turns the end of the bowgun into like this sort of like like it looks a bit like a bunsen burner <laughs> like and bl- you know you turn a bunsen burner go all the way to blue and it's like that sort of like intense blue flame yeah yeah it looks a bit like that initially and then it sort of like ramps up and then it does this huge explosion that staggers you backwards but it oh, only right. works in a really short range so when the monster's staggered you just take it out and it it, it takes like a few seconds like it's like sends like a burning charge and then yeah, it's like yeah. a, a massive That's explosion a... That's something uh, from the gun lance. That's kind of the yeah. gun lance's special move, and I suppose there's an ammo type that lets you do that with the the bow gun as well. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, because originally I thought I didn't know if that was to be like, it's like instead of like the sniper shot thing. When I was looking at the the uh, before the game came out, uh, wasn't sure whether that was to be one of those sort of um, mm-hmm. like special things. But no, any any bow gun, well, any bow gun that allows you to use that ammo can do it. Nice. Which is which is really good, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's super satisfying as well. And, like the monster gets down, so you run in, equip your your wyvern ammo, and you're just there, just like oh yes. Very satisfying to do. Having used the gun lance before, it's it is good fun. Yeah. Just get yeah. It, there's just something about the delay, and then the way you get like launched backwards as well makes it yeah yeah there very dangerous, that. but great fun. Exactly. Exactly. Uh yeah, so should we talk a bit about some some monsters that we've that we've some monsters before? in the yeah. Monster Hunter podcast certainly exactly yeah I think that seems like a good choice I feel like I've talked a lot so why don't you why don't you lead with your your monster of choice for this this week's all right I I've hunted him a couple of times he's a I like fighting the one and only Basil Goose Basil Goose. Basil, I'm assuming it's like an ah, uh, basil goose. Yeah, basil goose. Basil, it's basil a bit goose, like basil goose. a bit like the uh, the star system, but basil goose. 
but different. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, basically big, big flying dickhead drops yeah. bombs on you. <laughs> like the second you enter high rank, he's just there. Yeah. Forever now. He's like, <laughs> he's your best friend, your buddy, except he hates yeah. you. It does just come careening into 90% of fights. <laughs> like if you're lucky, you at least like you'll be fighting a monster that doesn't have its own musical theme and then suddenly you'll hear your his like pick up because mm. it sounds like an air raid siren and like <laughs> if you're unlucky you get no warning and just suddenly you just get knocked over from behind there's a hundred explosions and this just massive b-52 just smashes into you straight into the monster you try to fight as well yeah it, it really does he's yeah he's just like <laughs> he just wants to be a part of every encounter <laughs> he's I know. like oh don't forget about me i'm also here <laughs> yeah exactly just you, you can he can be useful sometimes and that if you just kind of let's just say gilly mantle and run away he will fight the other monster for you yeah he will and he then will. He, he does leave. serious damage as well because he just he explodes everything because like he's as I learned when I tried to bash his face in when he first showed up when I was hunting a high rank Baroth, uh, yeah. he's he's a pretty like high level monster relative to the other ones and does mm. quite a serious amount of damage to you. It does indeed. Yeah, yeah. I just I like his design a lot. Like, it, I mean, he's just kind of very large and imposing. Drops the scales, and when he's like his enrage looks really cool because. Like all the scales start glowing, and so does his like whole back, and he just looks looks like you should not mess with him, which is true because you should not. Yeah, when he's in that state, just no, leave absolute. him alone. Come back in a sec. Yeah, he looks a bit like like a giant flying armadillo or like a like a pangolin almost. Yeah, as well. a bit, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with wings. <laughs> sort of, yeah, with wings. Oh. Extremely angry one. Yeah, he's like amazing looking but also terrifying when he shows up yeah eventually, you, uh, hmm? oh, sorry, no, go. i was just gonna say eventually when you start hunting him then like for real once he stops just being a, a threat to you yeah like it's quite satisfying just to batter him a bit <laughs> like i think he kind of he fulfills in high rank what anjanath did in the, the ancient forest yeah where he just kind of rolls about and sometimes pops up to bother you and <laughs> attack what you're attacking until you eventually yeah. fight him. Yeah, oh, he's, he's good. He's, yeah, I had a um, I think we were oh, I can't remember what we were trying to hunt now. I was playing uh, with friends, a couple of friends the other day and we were like where's, there's like, there's only three of us fighting the actual monster. I think mm-hmm. I'm Pink Rathian actually, um, and it was like, "Where's, the, where's the other guy?" <laughs> it's like thirty seconds later, he comes running through, and there's just this Basilkis, like just chasing him from behind, and it's like, <laughs> it's like he's just like he'd just been sort of like taken like an alternate route or something to go to the monster, <laughs> and then just run into this fearsome creature as it just sort of barrels behind him, chasing him, and we're just like, "Oh, hi." Thanks for bringing that with you. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Yeah. It's one it of those. Yeah. You, you eventually realize that dung bombs are your friend. Like, wonder where you yeah. have them the whole game, and then you realize that you can ping them at things to make them go away. Yes. But. Yeah. I just. 
And so he does like you know he'll do a couple runs and just like drop these scales. And when when you first like fight him, you don't really know what they are. And like no. you're like, what? If those hit me, would they have hurt me? And like, so you won't instinctively run away from them. Like you might think that they just missed. Yeah. And then suddenly you just realize that he's coming at you with his face, just like. <laughs> dragging his whole body across the ground leaving a massive trail of explosions and you're like oh no yeah yeah very intimidating oh extremely good stuff (laughs) he's just yeah well the the first time he appears in high rank where you're just not expecting him to you're like who the fuck is this guy yeah it's like (laughs) what what is that what is that over there that is coming towards me yeah because very big like might be with the exception of the final boss, like I th- think he could be the biggest. He might be, yeah. I don't. He's you don't massive. Tend to run into things. Or it's just I think he's got a very big wingspan as well. But you don't tend to run into that many things that large in the game. No, uh, it's the way that the wings are as well. They're sort of they're so curved and round compared to like like some of the wyvern wings. Yeah, they like look very dragon like. His are more. I don't know. They're they're like almost disc shaped. Almost. They're very. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I remember the first time I. I ran into him. I was like, I was hunting a Rathian in the um, in the forest, and then I was yeah, I was fighting him, and then <laughs> then fighting the Rathian, and then a second Rathian turned up, and then he turned up, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? Yeah, I was like relatively early high rank mission, and I was just like, oh god, <laughs> just gonna hide Triple around threat. here. I almost feel this like is too many. I don't know if if this is true or if it's just my experience, but I find monsters tend to like end up in one zone together a lot more once you're in high rank. But maybe that's just the way it's panned out for me. Although, like I find in high rank or in, in the game in general, sometimes having more than one monster at once isn't that bad. Because I mean, unlike in the other games, the previous ones, they can hit each other now and will attack each other, like change yeah. their attention. Because before they basically were just single-minded, like they wanted to eat you. Yeah, yeah. It sometimes gives you a bit of a breather. Sometimes yeah. like you just go right. I can, and I can eat, uh, eat some food, heal up, like maybe apply a buff I or remember something. And... I was hunting a, a Rathalos, and obviously, if there's a Rathalos, there's always a Rathian about usually. Yeah. And in the nest, they were both there, and I was like, oh, like it, I was chasing the Rathalos back, and the Rathian showed up, and I was like, oh dear, what am I going to do? But I imagine much like a real, a real married couple. They mostly just got in each other's way, hit each other with fireballs, <laughs> knocked one another over. But, you know, eventually yeah. worked out. Because there are very few spaces that are actually that actually big enough to have yeah. them both flying and round and charging. <laughs> they would just be careening into each other. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. so on, on kind of the other end of the threat spectrum, oh, yeah, my you, buddy. you have a monster that you were... Yeah, uh... Zityaku? Is that how you say his name? Zityaku. He's the one that that has like the flash thing on his head. Photoraptor. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Him. Yeah, yeah. I I, I fought him quite a few times recently trying to get his cut his claws. I need five to upgrade my switchblade, I think. So that was one of the reasons I'd played so much Bogan recently, is I was just jumping into into randoms just, just hunting him and trying to get that. So yeah, no, um, fought him so many times and, like, I just wanted to get his claws and it took, like, ten defeats for me to get him. <laughs> ten attempts. Uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's, it's just curse. taking forever. The game yeah, knows the... when you want something. It does, it does know. 
And uh, but yeah, no, it was one of those things of like I swear it takes longer for the game to load for me to join someone and then find him than it does for him to die each time. Yeah, he, I know. He's a bit of a pushover, but he he does have some cool things going for him. I think. Like, yeah, the whole the whole photo thing is really good. So like, when he when he does if he does show up to a fight when you're fighting something more imposing, it is quite amusing when he just sort of just stuns them for a few seconds oh, for yeah, he'll you. Just, he'll just, like, run into the zone, just be like, what's up, boys? Say cheese. And just, like, like stun everything in the zone and then just run away again. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's yeah. pretty funny to watch a, a, a tsetse in action. It's good, because like, you find it, like, so that flies, he does it, and it just, it just collapses <laughs> to the <laughs> ground, and he's off. <laughs> he helped me out against a Legiana a couple times, just it was... Oh, nice. you know, flying around very upset at me, try to ice me up and yeah. zapped out the sky and ran away. <laughs> that is good. No, yeah. He's he's the most interesting of like the raptor species that um, yeah. Moss Hunter have by far. He does like he actually has like a thing that he does rather than him just being like I'm a raptor of this specific colour. <laughs> yeah. I mean at least in it. at least in world they're a bit more distinctive. Like you've got the the rock raptor you got your yeah. and, and him like i mean in the other ones they're kind of just different colors i mean not yeah. that i wasn't fond of them but they were kind of different colors except some of them yeah, they spat were. poison uh, he's not he's not the first one i have the, not the first raptor i mean he's the, not the first monster to have the whole flash thing i don't think because there was the the gypsaros before which was the oh yeah good point he was a like a a, a wyvern weird one like he did poison and flashed you and if he pecked you he stole stuff but yes, I remember. Yeah, it's it's a thing I kind of like. I like that. It it feels really. I mean, he's a bit easier than the other flash creatures, but at the same time, I I think it's almost a bit more fair because sometimes it can be a bit difficult to tell what the effective flash range was on the other ones. But it's very clearly defined for him. It is, yeah, it is really clear, and you, you can see the exact line of where it is and where it goes to. But I do, I, I do, do feel bad being yeah i do kind of think that if you face away from him it shouldn't work but i kind of see why it still does yeah (laughs) i think if you perfectly time your roll as well you can yeah if you well if you do the dive you're fine yeah yeah. so just drop put your weapon away and just do the uh the superman dive and it's a-okay you're safe exactly once you like it's one of those ones where once you like come back to him when you're geared up like i felt bad because i basically assembled an elder dragon bashing kit yeah, that involved you know high affinity, a lot of damage output, like power talons and stuff, and I, I was just like it was like every hit's a crit to the head. I just I was like, well, you know, I need to kill him for like I think it's a weekly thing, so I just went yeah. after him a few times and just like he didn't even get out of the first zone with me. He just no just crumpled, got floored over and over and over, and I was just like, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> No, he's good. I, I like that he's there. He, he's a nice addition. He just, I just love when he shows up at like <laughs> oh yeah, in opportune moments. He's just so good. Um, but you know, yeah, fought him quite a few times recently. So I thought I'd give him a, give him a shout. Good old he does. He deserves a shout. Yaku. Yeah, he does. He does. He's a cool guy. So, so that's that's our monsters covered for the for the episode. We'll, we'll do some more next time. I thought we'd chat a bit about the arena and the gathering hub next. Should we do the gathering hub first because? I suppose I that's segue into it. Yeah. We've fought a monster and now we need to go to the gathering hub. That's my pathetic attempt at a segue. Yes. Um, yes, well. Do you use the, the gathering hub? 
No, never. Not really. No, no, I don't think anyone does. I've never seen anyone in there. I've sort of wandered in um, because I felt like it to see if anyone was there. And there's never anyone there. Yeah, it's like, sometimes you want to go in there and kind of well, show off your, your equipment, look at other people's arm wrestle them over the barrel. But it just doesn't... They're not there really, are they? No one's... No, everyone's no one's just in, in a steroid getting stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, you've got no reason not to. Yeah, there's not unless you're doing arena quests. There's no no good reason to go up to the gathering hub. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. For it feels like a shame. I feel like that Capcom need to they really need to patch it so that when you come out of a mission and you're still in a um, yeah, if you're in a party, you, in a party, then you should just go straight to the gathering hub and then yeah. you have the option of leaving there. But I do also think that like the loading time to go to the gathering hub. Yeah, it's going annoying. to the gathering hub not worth it. <laughs> it's like it takes nearly as, it takes as long to load into a mission as it does to go to the gathering hub, which it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's, it's a bit daft. I mean, if if people haven't played the earlier games, what it basically replaced was the gathering hall, which was the basically the multiplayer place. Yeah, and you'd go there if you wanted to start a multiplayer mission, and generally most of the things you could do were accessible from it. Um. Weirdly enough, they kind of replaced that with the whole online session thing, which, you know, it, I guess I appreciate what it does, but I, I have my... I don't really... I don't think it replaces the the old hall, because, yeah. you know, that was when you were in, like, a... You're in a four-man squad, like, doing actual hunting. Yeah. I feel like in most sessions, it's just you're in there because you want to use the online features. You're yeah. not really ever going to interact with other people because... I know that I I don't really join quests unless I'm playing with someone from the the online session because I know that when I do it it's usually because I've left multiplayer on by mistake and I don't really want people to join. Yeah, I get yeah. quite surprised when they do. Yeah, I know what you mean. I usually just join SOSs instead. Yeah, yeah, because they you know they know that they want someone and you'll get definitely get a, a four man squad eventually. Exactly. But yeah, it's it's a shame because. I feel like the game hasn't replaced the social functions that the old hall had, at least in terms of people actually being there, because, you know, you can't see each other wandering around Astera, you can't... For some reason, yeah. you can still sit around and do emotes at the at the canteen in Astera, but it's just for your own amusement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. I, yeah, it'd be nice if it was like an, almost like a Destiny like hub area where everything you could just do and then see all the people that you're in the same server. But yeah, but I mean, I can understand limitations and stuff. But they they need to add like a something I don't know. Um, the ability to like either without a massive loading screen, go and check your armor and stuff and upgrade it, or yeah. like the ability to do that from the hub rather than having to leave it because it's just yeah. a pain, really. Yeah, and then definitely the like putting you back there. Rather yeah. Than- at yeah, the yeah, front yeah. gate where you've got to run all the way across and maybe, then go up. And... Maybe not if you're solo, but if you if you choose to continue on in a party, it should definitely plop you into the hub. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then you can still see everyone, and you can see if they've started a quest. Uh, it, I mean, the old system had its flaws, but I think it did make that kind of... Uh, it made it felt a bit more special. I feel like, you know, if you were if you ended up doing a few hunts with someone... You might end up adding them as a friend or something. I don't really think that happens much anymore because hardly anyone ever continues after a quest because they want to go back and check stuff. Yeah. I feel like it would be quite nice if 
it was almost a baseline to continue with the same party but then i can understand why it isn't because online and offline are kind of integrated now they mm. are they are it'd be nice to see something in the future added i mean they could even just add them now yeah as i say maybe in the future like they could add like an area that's that's like like yeah. a stair of that everyone was but i don't see why they would want i think to do that it, really. it could they be just something want to that make the gathering hub yeah it could be then the weird thing is that i didn't notice it but i only heard of it from other people because up in the gathering hub there's uh there's an area called uh the chamber of the five Oh yeah. Eventually becomes your room, but there's like an NPC in there that you can speak to. I never got the chance to speak to them because I didn't notice they were there until. Uh, it's your room. Yeah, and then at that point they just disappear, and you just can't yeah, speak to do. them anymore. It's, yeah. it's a bit weird. It feels like there's maybe a feature there that was either not implemented properly or might be used in the future. I'm not sure. Yeah, because there's a there's a book you can read as well, which is like almost like the origin. Like yeah, a bit, it's a bit like the Bible for Monster Hunter, almost of like, like their sort of religious how the world started thing. Yeah, which is really interesting. About is it kind of talks about the Elder Gods and stuff, which it's a, it's like a weird place to hide like some of your game's lore. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's somewhere that a goes away and is b somewhere that most people don't actually know exists. Because even yeah. like you can go in there initially when the first time you go to the Gathering Hub, it just looks like. Like a fake door, almost. Yeah, I, I only noticed it after I noticed a, a loading screen thing and then, like, looked it up and I was, like, saw people talking about it on the internet and I was like, oh, right, okay, so there was something in there that I can't look at anymore. Yeah. I think, obviously, there's, I think people, there's a lot more interest now in the sort of backstory of the series. It's not something that, I don't really think it's something that, like, the more hardcore fans are really that into. You know, like, the idea of the series having this continuous story or, like, a... Yeah. Like a, a Dark Soulsy sort of lore to uncover if you pay enough attention, but you know it's something that's been kind of speculation videos appearing about now because I think some of the uh, this is obviously maybe a topic for another day because I don't want to speak at length about it, but there's you know videos about basically a, a lot of the kind of origin stuff is the speculation anyway is essentially basically non-canon but appeared in some concept art for the first right. game before it came out but it didn't actually make it into the game right like there's this whole thing about a, a war before essentially that it's kind of almost a bit post-apocalyptic you know because it's, it's kind of interesting in its own right but since it was just concept art and stuff i don't really think it has that much bearing anyway no and again no. topic for another day maybe yeah but, it could be, could be yeah i think it's weird that there's that whole thing there because i never got to read the the tale of the five i noticed it in the thing and i'm like well I guess yeah. I'm not looking at that now unless I start a new save. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. That is. It should, yeah, it should just be in your room, I suppose. It yeah, I guess. Just to be Let's in see why not. No, maybe they'll patch it in. It's, that's my my phrase of the day for this yeah. podcast. Maybe just, in just a patch, patch it in. it'll happen. Just patch in, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think. Well, as you as we mentioned, the gathering hub. I believe you had been going there as a, a brave warrior of the arena and that you had some thoughts on arenas. Yeah, I, I, I've done the arena a few, like a couple of arena missions. Um, not to be confused with the special arena, which is nope. just where you get to beat up a monster through normal mission a, menu thing. Almost in a kind of nasty way. I feel bad in the special arena. Oh, it's so mean, isn't it? Because, you know, they're like, like, oh, you've captured this monster for observation. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, now kill have it. I? <laughs> it's like, I've, I've captured it so I can, I can 
stick it with a Dragonator, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it feels incredibly mean. It's like... <laughs> it's basically just like, it's kind of interesting because it does make capturing a lot more rewarding because it's like, basically, you can capture it and then in a really stacked deck arena, batter it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, but other the other arena, one, though. Yeah, the other arena gives you kind of set equipment and then it's kind of a bit more like a time challenge, almost. Yeah, yeah. And it maxes out with, I think it's can you ever have two people at most doing the uh, doing the arena mm-hmm. mission? Um, but it, it's quite good. It kind of it kind of adds like a nice challenge if you like, because it all scale back like your weapon to be like a less good version of itself, almost like early weapons and things. Yeah, so it means that you can fight those sort of early monsters like Great Jagras, but be on a level playing field where you've not got like you know your end game armor and weapons, so you can kill it in two hits. You've got one of the early starting weapons, and then maybe really crap armor. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's it's. I think it's a, it's a nice addition that like. I think they did have a similar thing in the other games, but I don't think I played about with it much. I haven't touched this one that much, but I, I just thought I'd have a quick look at it, and it's 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 definitely interesting. It's definitely the sort of thing that'd be like. Mm-hmm. I can see why they've added it. It's kind of one of those like, almost like YouTuber Twitch stream. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of people like that upload videos of it. Modes that are I, like speedruns and things like that, so there, I can see why it's there. It's... Definitely an arena system before any other ones, but I yeah. think it was kind of hidden away in the gathering hall, and I think it was only pretty, it was a pretty hardcore thing, I think. I mean, I mean, this is too, probably, to be honest. Yeah, this I is guess. hidden away in the gathering it's, hub. And... It's nice that you get, well, you can get uh, unique armor from beating it, can't you? And weapons. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because there's the, yeah. the coins. Yeah. Unlocks the... It gives you a good excuse to go and, and do them. Rather than, I think the other one, they were just sort of there if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't think they gave I think, you anything. I think some of them gave you, like, coins as well. I'm not too sure. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a I'll while, yeah. Because I think I will, you could get yeah. into it, at least... In the PSP ones, it was, like, through the training thing. Yeah. And then in the other ones, it was in the gathering hall. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a nice system. I like I like the arena. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's good. good. But then at the same time, I think what's interesting about it is it like yeah, it kind of strips you of maybe the uh, some of the advantages you'd use otherwise, and so it can feel a monster can feel a lot more difficult in the arena because yeah. there's a lot less uh, like level geometry to use against it for jumping attacks and stuff and. Obviously, you don't get access to your your own personal supply of things like flash pods and traps. Yeah, yeah, you just get whatever you get given for the thing, which is it. It's interesting. It, it's a nice extra extra layer if you, you know, if you get if you get bored of the of the grind of trying to upgrade weapons, you can just sort of take it back to basics and then you know beat some monsters and then get some coins as kind of a, an extra reward. Play the game mm-hmm. because you like to play the game. It's quite it's nice. I like it. I, I want to try more. Yeah, I just feel like if I if I do it, uh, I'll just post some embarrassing times. Yeah, and, I certainly have. You know, I'll look at the the top score, and it's like, ah, oh, this is how I how I destroyed two Rathalos in a minute thirty, and I'll be like, ah, <laughs> it took me a half hour. But yeah, I don't think I think they're like what twenty five minutes time limits, but still, yeah, I know what you mean. Running close to the time limit is always good fun. <laughs> Those last few seconds, and you're just frantically getting those last few hits. I've I've seen some screenshots of people fighting the elder dragons and getting a a clear on like forty nine minutes, forty nine seconds. 
Whoa. It's being like, I'm not going to make it. That's impressive. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the arena is anyway. like a, a supercharged version of that. It is, it is. Anyway. I think that probably about wraps it up for, for this episode of Tales. Puts a bow on top. Yeah, those were some tales from our hunts and the uh, weapons we've used in the months before. Hopefully Thanks for the next one I'll have actually spent some a lot more time with the game. I've just uh, been uh, yes. lazy with it. I'll be That's back. Fine. I'll be it's back. Fine. We're busy people, we lead exciting yeah. lives. I'm I'm busy and important, okay? Exactly. Yeah. It's also no worth idea. mentioning that we've we've had an insane amount of snow in the UK. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh which Nuts. obviously has meant that We've had to go sledging rather than play. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I've been I've been out there on the slopes. Yeah, I've got to you know bust some skills on the pipes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I know my 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 lingo, Gavin. Don't Same. question me. A, well, in fairness, I was what this is not related to the Monster Hunter podcast whatsoever. But uh, I was watching the there was the Winter Olympics on, and now it feels like it's the UK Winter Olympics. Yes. Except yeah. instead of people doing like things on half pipes and guys doing I don't know like fucking ten eighty board grab stuff and getting ninety five points for it, it's me slipping down a my driveway and hurting myself. Oh gosh, we've been snowed in pretty much. <laughs> we live we live on the side of a hill by a forest, and uh, like the entire road and everything is just like like thirty centimeters of snow everywhere <laughs> yeah the nearest grip box is at the bottom of the hill so it's not worth it wonder if just... there will be any monsters in the snow could be i mean it could be foreshadowing a potential snow area for <laughs> it will... monster hunter. capcom has arranged this <laughs> you'll never know you never know this anyway uh... <laughs> advertising campaign anyway yeah <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of tales from the hunt if you found us about the website attached you can find this over at bitsandpieces.games check us out for some cool articles cool podcasts uh occasionally interesting videos and if well, yeah if there's anything you want us to speak about on the next one if you're a monster hunter head and you want to tell us we're wrong or suggest something go ahead please yeah it makes yeah, us feel yeah. loved exactly yeah i think i think i've put the email on the website it should be a little email if... icon you click on that send us a sick email uh, not a sick email. That, that was don't send us sick emails. Nah. Just send us nice emails email. about cool things. Sick was used in the wrong context potentially there, or could be misconstrued. Anyway, uh, you can also find us on the social medias at Twitter on the uh, bits plus pieces, and on Facebook and Instagram at those bits and pieces. I nearly forgot what they were. Oh dear, the snow has addled it my works. brain. Exactly, the snow makes you slow. Yes. Yes, it does. And that's that. On that, <laughs> uh, that note, goodbye, everyone. We'll see goodbye. you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.